Hey, everybody. This is a, a very, very different episode of the Q&A podcast, episode 107 of the Q&A podcast, to be exact. My name is Anthony, and sitting across from me on the other side of town is my pal, as always, the Quincy. Hey, guys. Yes, that's right. I am at home. I'm at home. I'm, yeah, we're at our own home. Yay. Yeah, we're, uh, we're testing out the, the Zoom application uh, to try and record more podcasts um, away from each other. Yes. and uh, <laughs> That makes it sound like we don't like each other. We're still friends. We're yeah, still friends. Still great friends. Um, but the, you know, the circumstances of today um, just didn't allow us to meet up and be in the same room to do a podcast. But the issues those, those circumstances being I have to be at work at six in the morning. <laughs> right. But the issues of today are too great and too important to not get some sort of podcast in. Um and I mean, you know, let's just let's just get to it, man. I mean, the uh we last time we talked about the World Series, we finished off talking about how or actually the other day we were texting, like trying to figure out what to talk about. And I said, why don't we talk about football? Because, you know, the Texans were on the bye week this week. And, you know, it's basically midway point of the year and stuff like that and kind of evaluate how the team is looking. But we're putting all that aside because the Astros um, are still in the news. And uh, once again. For all the wrong reasons. Once again, for all the wrong reasons. I mean, this is, this is the third major issue, I think, in the last three, you know, two seasons, three years or whatever it is since – or two years since 2017. Um, and, I, you know, where do we begin? I mean, basically the story came out. Mike Fires, former pitcher for the Astros, um, on that World Series team in 2017, correct? Yes, was he sir. on the roster? He was on the, the playoff roster. Yes, there was no hitter that year, too. During the regular season, yeah. I remember that. Um Came out and said that, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. That was 15. Sorry. I remember working there. Yeah, that was 15. Okay. I was still working there. Sorry. Continue. No problem. Came out and said that uh, the Astros used cameras at Minute Maid Park to uh, steal signals. I mean, that's, that's a strong accusation. Um, a major development. And if true, a huge blemish on what was a historic, you know, an incredible and incredible um, first World Series championship for the Astros organization. Yes, I'm going to tell you something. I'm just going to read directly from The Athletic. Uh, if, you, if you're not paying for The Athletic, you really should. It's worth it. Uh, but uh, directly from the story, quote, four people who were with the Astros in 2007, including pitcher Mike Fires said that during the season, the Astros stole signs and home games in real time with the aid of a camera positioned in the outfield. Unquote. What do you think? uh, When I first heard this story, my first reaction was, do I think teams other teams do i think all teams in baseball still signs yes there's a man on second do i think teams are doing something off the field electronically like the astros were alleged to be doing yes because in 2000 i believe 2018 
was it the Red Sox got punished for using the Apple Watches against the Yankees? Yes. Okay. So I think that all that this is not just a an Astro problem. I think it's a league wide problem. I think that if the Astros went fifty one and a hundred and eleven, people wouldn't be talking about it as much. It's just the fact they won. But I but man, I'm trying to give my feelings I'm supposed to be like I'm trying to be the responsible adult be like this is is a problem, it's wrong, it is stealing, it shouldn't be done by any team. And also the fact that I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, hey, that's my team, man. What are you doing talking about my team like that? You know, that's that plays a big part in in our reaction. Um always. And well, not, it's not just that. It's like Baseball players have been stealing signs since signs were created in baseball. That's why when there's a man on base, a man on second, you change the signs up so he can't read it back to the hitter on deck. Right. And so if you feel like, if you feel like someone is stealing signs, you you need to change every signal. And that's, you know, that's what you need to be done. But I also, I can also understand people being pissed off about a team, you know, using a camera in center, like. The whole set using cameras in the field, sending the signal down to the the, um, the dugout, having you know apparently. Oh, hold on, I'm trying to where. Let me read exactly how it happened. Sorry, I'm trying to because apparently it was they were they would decode the signs. And if, okay, when onlookers believe they decode the signs, the expected pitch would be communicated via loud noise, specifically banging on a trash can was set in the tunnel. Normally the bangs would be a breaking ball or off-speed pitch was coming. <laughs> that's hilarious. Now I see why you don't care, because that's, that's, hilarious, that's a hilarious tactic. Like, that any team would go through those that some grown man is in a, in a tunnel in the dugout banging on a trash can to indicate that a breaking ball is, is, is on its way. And I always thought that even though it was in the stadium, the TVs were still on a, a delay. That's always been my understanding. I'm sorry, repeat that. That's, that's always been my understanding. I thought it was always on a delay. So even if you could decode the signals, by the time you're hitting that trash can, the pitch is already in the catcher's mitt. Right. But I don't know, maybe they changed it into a live feed. But I mean, as fast as you would have to de- you'd have to decode the signals, make the make, you know, hit the damn trash can and then be able to hear it and pick up on it, it's uh it seems like something out of a spy movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, uh, another thing that, you know, you're talking about signs have been around since the beginning of time, you know, in baseball. This is kind of one of the instances where I were, or where, I, where I wish this was a, a video podcast because I would totally be doing those stupid uh, baseball signs that managers do when they're flip, flip, you know, flicking their nose and tugging on the their the brim of their ball caps and, you know, sliding their hands across their chest and, and, you know, snapping their fingers in a weird manner. Like that's, 
that's one of the silliest parts of baseball. Like how, you know, <laughs> like the, this is, this is, this is what grown men are doing on a baseball field. They're doing these little gestures that, you know, secret codes, you know, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous in my opinion. Um, but again, you know, I try to be a law abiding citizen as much as best as I can and rules are rules, man. You know, if, if you're not supposed to do that, if you're not supposed to, you know, install a camera to, you know, feed it into the dugout, you know, that that's, it's a serious issue in that regard. Mm-hmm. And basically the reason, really the one reason why I, I want to talk about this, wanted to talk about this with you is because we worked there for a long time. Yep. Um, I'm, you know, nowhere near like the, like the baseball operations and, and whatnot, but, you know, we worked, you know, we worked game day operations and, you know, we there was always things. this, yeah, we saw things and, and, you know, we did things and stuff like that. But, uh, Excuse me, the statute of limitations have not fallen out on those things. So I need <laughs> you to shut up. Okay. I'm moving on, but you know, it's just, it's just from a personal perspective, it's just interesting. Like at the end of the day, based on the experiences I had there, um, the culture that I experienced there, the best way to sum this up is that this is not, this is no longer, and it hasn't been for a long time. This really isn't Drayton's Astros of the nineties and two thousands. This is certainly not, you know, the Astros that you and I grew up knowing that a lot of fans grew up knowing. This is a, this is a totally different culture, totally different environment and a totally different um, way of operating a sports organization in in this city. And uh, maybe they do that. Maybe it's, maybe the culture is different with the Rockets and the Texans, you know, the two other big organizations in town, but you know, I remember the, I remember the organization being Drayton's team where, you know, he's a, a nice guy that nice old man that, you know, uncle Drayton, Uncle Drayton that goes around and talks to everybody and shakes hands and kisses babies and stuff. And this is a very systematic, now it's a very systematic, cold, do what do whatever it takes to win kind of organization. And I like the idea of doing what you have to do to win, but there's also a certain, you know, there's a certain line you you don't want to see the team that you're rooting for to cross. And it seems like we're doing that more often than not, or more often than, than we've seen, you know, in the 30 years before when, when or 25 years before when, when Drayton owned the team. I'm, uh, I guess I agree with that, but I'm glad he doesn't own the team anymore. It's a hell of a lot more fun to watch the team now than, I mean, Drayton had his years, but I don't remember any damn World Series parades happening during Drake McLean's, you know, ownership. Right. And that is, that's the conflict. You know, that's the, the whole do what it takes to win kind of compromise that, that you know, fans are, uh, fans are willing to accept. You so know? Let, let me ask you, let me ask you something. 
So there's a team out there that's willing to do whatever it takes to win, takes on players that other teams would say are problematic and have, you know, domestic issues in their past. And other the fans of other teams are happy when they lose. So did I just, which team did I just did I just uh, describe? The Astros or the Patriots? <laughs> Both, really. At this at this point, exactly. Do you think the Patriots fans give a damn about Spygate? Do you think they care about the Flategate, or do you think they care about the six championship rings they have? No, obviously they care about winning because winning cures all obviously um but i don't you know it's a it's an internal struggle that i'm not struggle because it's baseball at the end of the day like you said who gives a shit but like it's it's baseball and they're not the only team i guarantee they're not the only team trying to find an advantage whether it's on the field or off the cheating or whatever right like the saying says if you if you ain't cheating you ain't trying right and we we already have documented proof that the red sox did the same thing well did something in mm -hmm. 2018 using apple watches got called um, there, I remember during this playoffs, there was a, um, a video inside the Yankees dugout where Aaron Judge was looking at a video that an assistant coach was showing him. And as soon as, you know, he saw the video, he looked over to see where the camera was and shielded it with his body. Let's not forget that. So for me, it's, I, I'm not sure it's not a big deal because it's my team and I don't care about it or it's just not a big deal because the whole, what they did as far as stealing signs is not a big deal to me. Like I would have a bigger problem if they were caught, you know, if the personal training trainer was handing out steroids right? or, you know, somebody on the team was giving one of their pitchers opioids. Right. That's what that story comes back around. Yeah. And, you know, that's good for me. I, and I understand that, obviously. Uh, you know, I definitely understand that. Um, oh, oh, and you know, who the, else, who, know who else it wasn't a big deal for? Mike Fires and the three other <laughs> anonymous players. <laughs> right. If it was such a big deal in 2007, how come the four 17. of them – 17, sorry. If it was such a big deal in 2017, how come the four of them didn't stand up and say something? Go to the media, go to the front office, or anything. No, this is, this is clearly um, – an issue of sour, sour grapes, mm-hmm. you know, the scorned lover or whatever, you know, however you want to look at it. Um, because, I mean, it's the, it's the right, t- it was the right time for him to do that. I mean, the playoffs are over. We just lost. So we're already deflated in that regard. We just dealt with another issue two weeks prior to losing the, the World Series. Um, it's a, you know, it's a matter of sour grapes and, and a, a matter of, of kicking a man while he's down, basically. And, you know, I, I totally see where you're coming from, you know, not caring, like, you know, or being cutthroat, basically, you know, doing what it takes to win. I, I, I totally understand that. But um, I guess I'm too much of an idealist or, or whatever. Maybe I'm too much of a fool who want, you know, kind of wants his cake and to eat it too because it's like you want 
obviously you want your team to win. You want the team that you're rooting for to, to win titles every year, to be in contention every single year. But there's also this sense that, you, for me at least, I, I want to see them do it the right way as best as possible. And if it means not stealing signs with a camera, I'm, I'm more okay with that than I am not. And, um, but you know, that's, again, that's a very naive approach, maybe um, idealistic at this point, because it's, it, it, you know, if you're, if you're a true cutthroat, you aren't going to let little rules and stipulations get in, get in your way of, of getting what you want at the end of the day. Uh, well, I don't want to make it sound like I don't give a damn about any of this because yeah, no, you know, no. I have a problem with, you know, taking performance enhancing drugs and all you have to do is look back in our history of podcasts and tell uh, the issue I have with the Astros training for Roberto Osuna, you know, when that news broke, we did a podcast, about an hour podcast where I just laid into the team and the man himself. And that's but, kind of, that's really where it started, man. I mean, this that was the first sign of this kind of new attitude, this new culture. It's like, win at all costs. It's win at all costs. It's something that the Patriots, the Patriots would have done. You saw they did it with Josh Gordon. They did it with um, Antonio Brown. It's getting uh, a great player at a cheap price. I'm, that's what happened. You don't like it, but it happens. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's just always interesting to see people taking sides with certain issues, but then they compromise those issues when it comes to, you know, a team winning a, a ball game or, or winning a tight championship or whatever, you know, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of people that weren't happy that we traded for him, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you and I, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, really, because we're talking about it two years later, we were still happier that we won the title and that, that held more merit than us actually bringing this guy on board because he, he did play a role in winning that title at the, end of the, at the end of the year, essentially. Oh, no, 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 no. Not sooner. He didn't come until uh, 18th. Really? I thought he, start, I thought he pitched briefly nope. in 2017. Nope. He was not on the team on 17. At all? Nope. Because they had Giles. And remember, in the, in the World Series, they had to go to – uh, what's his name? Uh, I can picture you. Uh, Charlie Morton. That's right. He did not come until 2018 when Giles basically self-destructed and they had to do something. So he didn't pitch at all with us in 2017? No, sir. Really? I could have sworn he did. Okay, well, having him on the roster at least was uh, took a backseat to winning that title at the end of the day, at the end of the year, um, if I can retract that previous statement. Um, it's always interesting to, to see to see that compromise that we make. You know, it's it's a tough pill to swallow, I think. Um, yeah. But really, acquiring him in 2017 was the linchpin. I mean, it was it was the the kickstart of you know after a few years of mediocrity and then us finally starting to put it all together. 2017 obviously was that year where 
We said, okay, we're all in. We're going to do what it takes. And you acquire him, and that was kind of the first thing. And then ultimately, now it looks like we were stealing signs that whole time, which, you know, again, is, uh, you know, the issue varies, I guess, with each person, with each person that's discussing it. Discussing it. Um, and then, you know, fast well, forward to, to my, this my, year. My, my issue is this. I'm not going to sit here and cry about it or do anything. I really don't care. But if they get punished, like, they should be fine and they should lose draft picks, maybe even draft picks and, and you know, consecutive years. And I'm like, sure. okay, fine. Let's just move, move on. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the morality of the game and try to make it something bigger than it is. Like, I see certain reporters doing on, on Twitter. It's like, it happened. Let's I'm like, it's not as big as the PED scandal. It's not as big as, you know, you know, if they were all corking back bats or something like that. It I just want, I just don't want this to be, you know, I don't want this to keep people getting on acting holier than thou, like I've seen certain Dodgers and Yankee fans doing right now. Sure. <laughs> At the end of the day, for me, it's like, yeah, it's a cake and eat it too kind of thing. But also, I don't like to see a team that I'm rooting for um, exposed or, or, or open for ridicule and judgment, you know, cause it's like, if we're not talking about the Yankees, or if we're not talking about the Dodgers, you know, we're burying other teams. We're, we're trashing on everybody on everybody else. If it's not Yankees and Dodgers. And this is a, this is a, places a huge target on the organization for a Stephen A. Smith, a Max Kellerman, uh, various writers and reporters to just go all in and just oh. talk about what a disgrace the team is becoming. Oh, I, you haven't heard what Harold Reynolds said? No, I haven't read it. Or is it a tweet or a – No, it was on uh, one of the MLB shows where he said that the MLB should take away Tucker and Alvarez – Come on. And I'm like, shut your goofy ass up. If anything, if you're going to lose a pick, lose the the, the uh, compensatory pick you offer or the, the qualifying pick you offer to Garrett Cole. I'm fine with them taking around like the first round pick this year. Next year, $10 million fine. Boom. Because if we really, me, if the first time someone get caught, the punishment should be big enough so that no one does it. Right. So that should be big enough for it. And then we can move on with our life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I said, I just, I hate to see, you know, the t my team getting ridiculed and, and all that. And, you know, you know, I'm used to nobody talking about the Astros. Mm -hmm. um, and so when people are finally talking about the team, you know, you don't want to see it. You don't want to see them talking. You don't want to hear it because of something negative because of trading for a certain, you know, certain player or a, uh, an executive, you know, making stupid comments, you know, after a game or something like this, you know, it, it's, it's just not a good look for the organization. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I just, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather not anybody talk about the team. I'd rather the team be ignored than have all this spotlight on them. this kind of spotlight at least.
Yeah, and if you if you're a fan of the Astros, this won't change anything. You might feel bad for a while, but as soon as opening day cut rolls around, you'll be back in the fold. And oh yeah, I mean and, the stadium's and, gonna be sold. It's gonna be sold out opening day. It's gonna be you know. And if you hated the Astros, you're still you're still. This is just another um, another arrow in your quiver. Yeah, I this is the I, kind of behavior I'd expect from the Cubs or you know the Cardinals or who've had their issues with us as well. Yes. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I make fun just because, you know, those were our two biggest rivals back in the day. Um, the Rangers, I expect, you know, to be this dastardly, you know, um, but not the Astros, you know, you don't want to see, you know, you don't, you don't want your team to be known as the villain. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think Yankees fans, I think, um, uh, Patriots fans, they would disagree. It's okay to be a villain as long as, long as you're winning. Yeah, for sure. And to me, I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. It ain't what it is. Let's just... This isn't as bad as what the Cardinals did as far as, like, clearly illegally hacking in, <laughs> into a database. It's not yeah, as I mean, bad as using PEDs. It's... It didn't the FBI get involved in that? Yeah, the <laughs> FBI got involved in that. Yeah. This MLB is gonna I, I just want MLB to do the investigation, not the Astros. That way when it's all said and done, no one can come back and like, oh you you guys it's like when NCAA teams, like when they have they um fucked up and then they try to do their sanctions where it's like, okay, we won't play in a bowl game this season. And it's like, okay, well you guys were three and five, you aren't going to make it anyway. <laughs> right. It's like you need you need daddy to come in and actually do something. I, I just hope MLB takes it seriously, come in. And, um, you know, at this point, I think – handles they, it. Between, at this point, it feels like they will. You know, it's it's getting enough press, enough, you know, attention to, uh, to warrant a, a thorough investigation. Yeah. And there'll probably be more coming. There, not probably, but there will be more information coming out within the next month or so. So all we gotta do is sit back, hope, hang tired, and we'll put out another one of these as soon as the investigation is done. Yeah, yeah. My whole my whole feeling is very blase, blase, nonchalant about this. It's like, well, it happened. Okay, <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. I get that. Um. You know, well, speaking of the Astros, or continuing, I guess, um, we are, what, two-thirds of the way of the big three awards in baseball being handed out. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, no surprise, was the, what, unanimous unanimous choice for American League MVP? Yes, and Pete Alonso, not the MVP, Mets. Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. And uh, to Alonzo oh. missed unanimous by one vote. Wow. Yeah. Whatever that was, what a dick. He wrote about it on the athletic. I skimmed through the pair uh, through the page because he voted for um, some picture. I don't know. Um, cool. And we're recording on a Wednesday night. Um, Wednesday afternoon, it was announced that Justin Verlander won the American League Cy Young Award. Um, his first with the Astros, his second uh, in his career. That one, man, we talked about that one. I was – I mean, obviously, an Astro was going to win. 
in an Astro or former Astro. I think top three, the top three was Verlander, Cole, or Morton. Right, but I, you know, I honestly didn't see Morton. I always felt like he was going to finish third. You know, once once the finalists were announced, like it felt like he was. There's no no chance he was going to finish. You know, higher than third. Um, but man, I mean, <laughs> how the, you know? I, I guess it wasn't as close as I, I would have expected. But man, um, the 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 stats, man. In choosing the the winner, unbelievable how close they were. I mean, Cole and Verlander were nearly identical. Oh yeah, I'm about to say on the award. The only thing left is the MVP and um, hold on, uh, what's his name? Who won the uh, NL Cy Young? Uh, Zach Wheeler from the Mets. Was it Wheeler? No, it was DeGrom, wasn't it? DeGrom. No, Wheeler's in the news because that's who Astro was talking about signing. But yeah, uh, DeGrom won. And then as far as MVP, uh, uh, I think it's going to be the, the Mike Trout show again the, in the AL and the National League. I think, uh, what's his name? On the Dodgers. Not Josh what's Peterson. What's his uh, Yeah, Belzer. Cody Belzer. I think he's going to win the National League. I think you find out what tomorrow should be. Yeah. Okay. Man, I hate these waiting for these awards after the playoffs. I hate it in basketball and I hate it in baseball. And they really should, as soon as the, you know, when the regular season over, take a day off to announce the awards to get it over. Yeah. Oh, all right, man. I'm all baseballed out. And they do need to wait. I just hope this off season isn't as slow as it's been the last couple of years. You you hope that what? I'm sorry? Oh, the off season isn't as slow as it's been the last couple of years. I want to see some signings happening, you know, within the next month or so and not waiting until January to see who goes where. Or June with the yeah. Keiko. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, it seems like uh, it's, it's going to be it's been an interesting off season, you know, with Cole Rendon and uh, Strasburg. Strasburg, and then you know, there's some other nice names that are out there. You know, we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes. It's going to be fun. Yeah. A lot of money is going to be thrown around. Yeah, you ain't kidding. I think Boris is the agent for all three of those gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. I'm not like I said, I I said last podcast, get all every dollar you can, Mr. Cole. I hope every player gets as much money as he can because guess what? I want as much money as I can get every day. Of course. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh currently I'm watching Disney Plus and I turned on um The Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. And uh, we're we're at the uh, um, Hulk Buster Hulk fight. Oh, nice! <laughs> that was a cool scene. I, I do, I will admit. Yeah, yes. And one day we gotta talk about this movie. It's it's underrated. 
I know it's not your favorite, but it is underrated considering all the stuff that it had, what it had to do as far as the movie itself and setting up other movies. Yeah, no, f- for sure. Uh, I definitely want to go back. I, I guess I need to watch it if we're going to talk about it. But, um, all right, I'm going to take you all behind the scenes. This is actually our second time recording this podcast. Oh, we, yeah. We got about a good 25 minutes into recording and just to realize that uh, this was not recording and we were just talking to ourselves. We're talking to each other. So uh, we've got that fixed. Classic podcast story, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not the first time it's happening. It won't be the last. But um, in our last, in the first podcast that will never be heard, we spent a good time talking about Disney Plus. So you want to redo that conversation or you want to say it for another day? Go sleep, go sleep, uh, go sleep, go sleep. Go sleep. No, we, we can we can save it for another day. All right, that's cool. Let you watch a couple more episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah, so because they're doing that, that's a weekly thing. And you you can see me right now on the screen. You you can tell I have not looked down on my computer in like a good five minutes. Yeah, this whole time, I'm like, what is this guy looking at? <laughs> it's the best part of the movie. It's like <laughs> they just go at each other and destroy. Um, where are they? Some African country. Sounds super racist. Some African country. Still recording? All right. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to say? I think we're about to wrap up. I think that's it, man. Uh, this, is, uh, this was fun. This was fun doing it this way. Um, yeah, I feel like we'll be able to get a lot more done um, each week. So that's kind of fun, especially if, like, Breaking stories, breaking news, you know, happens. You know, we can we can jump on pretty quickly. Yes, I did I did a podcast with my brother this weekend. I put it out Monday and we were just talk we talked about the whole Astros in the World Series and then we talked some basketball. It was fun and you know, I got another one planned for him. Oh, nice. man, it's gonna be a lot of talking. I hate to say it, but I just don't see the Rockets winning a title this year. Oh I think oh this is going to be the most interesting year NBA-wise that we've had in a couple of years just because it's so wide open. There's about, I would say, seven teams that can win the title right now. Sure. Both LA teams. I still think Houston can win. Denver, Utah, uh, and then out in the East, I have I almost said Minnesota. I have a Philadelphia – Boston and uh, uh, not Brooklyn. What's the damn team? Uh, Milwaukee. So my eighteen. Oh yeah. Well, eighteen is that they win. I wouldn't be shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Warriors were down by like twenty points again <laughs> tonight. <laughs> yes. Damn. I mean. The biggest crash and burn, I think, of all time at this point. Yeah, but like I told, I told Daniel, I said, if you told me the Rockets could go to the finals six years in a row and win three of them, and then after that they disappear in the shadow realm and go under five hundred for the next five six years, I take that in a heartbeat. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they increased their fan base immensely. 
Um, won multiple titles, made a lot of money. Um, a beautiful new ball, uh, stadium. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, put that team back on the map. Yeah, worth it for them. <sighs> That's enough of that basketball talk. That's no it. Super Bowl. All right. Say your goodbyes. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Uh, follow DeQuincy on Twitter. He's a great Twitter follow. Uh, decent average. Uh, follow me at Quinn288. That's Quinn underscore 288. Follow me on Instagram um, at N-O-T-E-L-R-I-C. Uh, I have a lot of fun on Instagram. So You do. You had fun today with the whole yeah. with the uh, Star Wars thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McClunky. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's it. We shall talk to you guys later. Oh, another one this weekend, maybe. We'll try. Yeah. We'll try. All right. All right. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies. <laughs>